Welcome to Fearless with Sharp. My, I am Sharp, aka Bake Sharpie, your host. Thank you for spending time with me today. I am gonna be talking with someone that's super special to me. She is my girlfriend. Her name is Kat, and we're gonna be talking about overcoming challenges and prioritizing growth. So, Kat, if you could just tell the chat a little bit about yourself, so they know who you are and what you do. Right now, I'm working. Oh yeah. I'm working full time um, in sales, and I also dance and perform with Insomniac here and there. But events are canceled or postponed, <laughs> so rip. Um, but yeah, I dance and I also work full time, and I'm into personal development and stuff. So. And so the first thing that we're going to be talking about is overcoming challenges, and I feel like, I feel like. In our lives, there are times where people have to go through obstacles that they didn't even think that they'd have to go through. Mm-hmm. And maybe people in their lives make it harder for them or make it easier for them. And it causes it causes the person to you know find other other types of support systems and stuff like that. And I feel like I feel like chat and everyone listening could learn could learn a lot from your experience Mm -hmm. and so um you think you can tell a little bit or tell a little bit about your experience at university and (laughs) how how that was for you like what school did you go to okay what school i went to okay so i graduated and i went to uci uc irvine um and like I think it's a lot a lot of people can relate to this just growing up um and like my parents being like immigrants and my family being immigrants like it was very like ingrained in me that I was going to college and that like life would be as so I thought like all good and gravy um like after college right like my life would be perfect because I have a degree and I can get like a pretty high paying job and I'd be like happy and then like you know happily ever after with like my life mm-hmm. but I think one of the biggest blessings that I had as I was going to university is that I did work kind of full-time before um, I went to college so I kind of got a taste of what it would be like it when I would be out of college and if I would work with a company mm-hmm. so like basically kind of like nine to five ish nine to four and I just kind of like noticed it within myself that like I didn't really like I didn't feel great going mm. to work and I was I just kind of had that like little thought in my head of like hey is this really what life is going to be like when I graduate mm. like maybe it might be a little bit more like exciting because I am maybe doing something I'm passionate about or like whatever it is but then if it does end up being in like a corporate setting like would I be happy and Mm. would like it's just like a lot of questions so then I think just that experience kind of planted a seed in my head that I started thinking about what I wanted to do post college already even Mm. though I was like already starting I was only starting out as the first year Mm. so that in itself like really made me look at college with a different mindset because I wasn't there to just have fun and have good grades anymore or Mm. like whatever it is but like really kind of started thinking about what it is and like what life would be like post-college because eventually that would be 
like what I needed to do and started getting together on my path in college because I didn't even I wasn't even like decided on a career or like mm, a major no. I wanted to do so no. I was just like really confused going into college thinking that like my problems were gonna get solved in one mm. way or another I'd like figure out what I want to do but mm. I, yeah I spent like my first two years being like very lost mm, and I'm all sorry. I knew was that I, I loved dance and I think the biggest conflict was like, nah, I can't be a, I can't be a dancer full time. Yeah, <laughs> trying to balance. Yeah, like, dancing and working and making money and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. I feel I, I kind of wanted to ask you this question because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that think that that may think that school isn't for them, and I I agree that for people that are going through this that the the best thing for them to do is to be self-aware and mm -hmm. what they want and what they like to do because yeah at the end of the day if you if if school is going to make you miserable and you feel like you can you can pursue your dream um doing something else then like then people are gonna notice that and support you like anyway yeah and so for you what was the experience like for you leaving university and pursuing your dream on an alternate path that might feel might have felt different or it's considered different by yeah. like social norms um that was a pretty i think chaotic experience but like mm -hmm. very eye-opening because obviously it was kind of refreshing because it wasn't like a set path that i had to do so i kind of had like freedom to kind of figure it out but it was very chaotic in the sense of when I left university mm. um it was just like a no-no mm. in my yeah. family <laughs> <laughs> like it was like kind of this taboo subject of oh my god like she's leaving university like she's dropping out like it was like family <laughs> Yeah, it was like she's dropping out next. like oh my god is she like a fail <laughs> like i literally felt like a failure like doing that and making that decision but mm -hmm. like again like going back to your point about being self-aware and having that awareness mm -hmm. of what you want to do and what you might like the path you might want to go on yeah. is like very important because i made that decision to leave university because i saw other routes open mm. that could get me to live a life that I wanted um, but not be in like this never-ending cycle of just trying to pay the bills and stuff like that mm -hmm. because I think that watching my cousins graduate university and do what they do yeah um, like ha have their effects on me because I'm like well I mean they're still stressed out and they're mm -hmm. still like they don't a hundred percent enjoy what they do like yeah. they might enjoy it to like a certain extent but it's not like this oh my god like i'm passionate about what i'm doing and i'm mm. like really excited every day about what i do yeah like they still complain about work and like it's not to say that like following my dreams won't like i won't have stuff i won't need to do things i don't want to do and like i, I would mm -hmm. need to do things that aren't you know you necessarily like oh my things, god yeah. like i love this like but i just felt like there had to be a better way and mm -hmm. i think that a lot of that happened because i met like people in business and like people that were going like mm -hmm. an entrepreneurial route that like yeah. were able to create results in their life mm -hmm. that did not look like any kind of results that i had immediately to me 
that was like, hey, maybe like a different path available. Maybe like, and it just kind of got me going. And it was just like that seed mm-hmm. that planted and started, you mm-hmm. know, I growing see. in my mind. When did you? So when did you feel like you? You talked a little bit about how there's, I guess, some like entrepreneurial people that you met. Yeah. And I'm assuming that that made you feel more comfortable with leaving because I feel like it's hard. It's hard to like make that decision. So yes and no. When would you say was a time when you knew that that's what you wanted to do? Um, probably my second year, Mm because then my grades kept falling, and it was because um obviously i wasn't like going like studying something i wanted to or like in school i just wasn't pursuing i wasn't in a major that like i felt like i could really like do i just picked my major to pick it Mm -hmm. because i had to declare it Mm -hmm. um and then i just felt like very unhappy and i felt like very i just i just felt like i didn't like i was losing grip on what i wanted in life yeah because i was like it's like oh like kind of like you know how they say that like who you surround like show me your friends and i'll show you like who you are right so like i started hanging out around a lot more people who are like had that entrepreneurial mindset that Mm -hmm. wasn't just about like finishing school and like Mm -hmm. um you know obviously getting a good job and xyz um and my mind started expanding to like oh what else is out there you know and that wasn't really like advocated for me growing up like oh you could like like yeah i saw my family having their own small businesses but like Mm. nothing like oh like we could create like literally like what to do what we're passionate about and Mm. make money to fund what we're passionate about and so as i started hanging around like more people like that my mind started expanding and i was like well like, and i felt kind of limited going to school because i yeah. wasn't doing something that i wanted like and passion, i was super, I, passionate, super about. passionate about like and i i love school but like like if you're doing something that requires school like 100 percent, like mm-hmm. you know i think school is a great thing because it teaches you a lot of like good disciplines mm-hmm. and you know like staying the course but like if you're not you're just doing it to do it like i felt like that was a waste of my time especially mm-hmm. If like one financial aid, two I was taking out loans, mm-hmm. and I already took out a bunch of loans to take some of our classes so I can finish earlier. And I was like, "What am I finishing earlier for? Yeah, like, I don't true. even know what I'm doing." Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, like, I can't keep racking up this debt and you know pretend like, oh, I'm gonna like figure it out eventually when maybe I should just take some time to figure it out. And if you know, I what I figure out that I want to do mm-hmm. is school related, and I need like then specific like training it. for it, like that school you know has the curriculum for it. Then mm-hmm. obviously, great. Like I'll go back to university. It's not a problem. Yeah, because it's like a goal. Yeah, like it's a goal. Like it's like I have an end in mind. Yeah. Like I literally had no end in mind, and I was just going to make everybody else happy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was like hanging around people who are doing what they want and passionate about. It. And I'm like, like that could be me. Like, yeah. why not take a break and find out what you want to do what i want to do and then go for it yeah i feel like i think there's like a stigma on people taking gap years uh for for example whether that's during college and then maybe after their first year they want to take a gap year to figure things out yeah that's a lot of people think that oh that's bad or there's like a there's a bad stigma about that but i feel like 
if you need that time to figure out what it is that you want to do then whether you go back to school or you pursue something else then Mm -hmm. you're going to be that much stronger in doing that you know you'll you'll have more desire and push to to Mm -hmm. do that and also just from like another like point of view because for me i i so i started after high school i started at uci and then I was there for around two and a half years before my grades slipped enough to the point where you know, my counselor said that I either have to switch my major to stay here or withdraw from the school and continue elsewhere. And for me, being an engineer was one of my goals from from high school. And I, I at the time, I felt like that that not being able to go to school wasn't gonna, wasn't going to stop me from be, becoming an engineer and, and like pushing for that goal, even though I almost technically had to start over. I mean, most of my most of my coursework from UCI transferred over to well, I first going going to Irvine Valley College and then going to Cal State Long Beach, and so not all of it was wasted but i did have to spend i did have to spend uh almost three years at long beach after spending a year at ibc and i think on for me one of the biggest things that i've learned from going to school and having to learn things that i'm not necessarily good at in regards to the mechanical engineering i think the best thing that i learned from going to school isn't the subjects that i'm learning whether that's like heat transfer or fluid dynamics it's the main thing is learning how i learn best and i think once you figure that out once you figure out what how you learn and how you can what's the best way for you to take information and like apply that into your own life then um you can like overcome any challenge that comes your way because you know how to learn and fix it and i think that that idea is mastered by a lot of entrepreneurs because there's there's some entrepreneurs out there that they let's just say they started a car company that became really successful and like they knew almost nothing about cars but because they they surrounded themselves with the right people and they know how they learn then then as time goes on they're, they're able to learn everything just from pushing themselves and they don't need that like knowledge already and mm-hmm. so i feel like um whether whether you decide to go to school or not um like knowing how you learn and knowing how like the best way to apply that knowledge to yourself is is really important i think you talked a little bit about this already but so what was there any challenges for you that you had before leaving school versus after leaving schools that you felt like you had to overcome during um, that time that was that was just a lot a lot like a, a lot, lot. different things <laughs> it was just like everything it's just like i feel like especially like being asian american and like wanting to like just wanting to make my parents proud because obviously they like restarted their life here mm-hmm. and like being my family proud i think that was like a big like struggle for me because in my mind as i was leaving i was like personally like if i didn't have to like it was like a 100 percent personal decision but well, it is a personal decision because i had to make it but 
I, why I struggled with making the decision is because I felt like making the decision to leave because of the stigma of taking a gap year or like leaving mm-hmm. school. Like I felt like I was letting my family down mm-hmm. because like I felt like okay, everybody else did it before me. Yeah. Like what's fucking like what's wrong with me? Like yeah. that I can't <laughs> go to college and I can't pick my major mm-hmm. and I can't do this. So I think I the decision why it was hard is because of that because if I cared so much about like i was i was like overthinking about the repercussions of Mm -hmm. me leaving not so on myself but like what my family would think um but also like going back and forth about it i just thought like you know i'm like i had to think about it in perspective of i'm i'm the one that's like in charge of my life i'm the one who's in control Mm -hmm. so basically if I'm happy or not is in, in my control. Yeah. So you're in charge. Yeah, I'm in charge. So it's like if I'm gonna have to live with this decision, this decision for the rest of my life. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of pivotal for me because I was like, I can go through and finish, but then will I be happy? Mm-hmm. Or would I, I leave right now and I'll you know cause some like disrupt here in like the family because of like mm-hmm. like the whole stigma behind finishing school and like being scholarly and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm and you know kind of have them not understand at first but eventually understand mm-hmm. like work hard enough slowly, slowly understand then yes like that 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 like both this both 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 ends of the spectrum is hard because mm-hmm. on one end of the spectrum if i don't leave then i'm unhappy and i don't like my life right now mm-hmm. and i'm just miserable <laughs> or on the other hand i might be miserable too because of how like the people around me feel right mm-hmm. and people who i you know are my wife feel you know mm-hmm. and my family like how how is it gonna like i don't know mess up like the whole like of what the dynamic, they, the yeah. dynamic of like what they think i'm gonna achieve and like all that stuff mm-hmm. but then i thought you know ultimately i want to be happy mm-hmm. so I'm gonna figure it out and you, you know i i'm willing to take the the leap of faith as scary as it is because mm-hmm. one day they'll understand like i'll like i'm like if i leave then yes i'm like i'm gonna work hard because yeah. regardless i'm gonna work hard but am i gonna work hard towards something that like i love and something i'm passionate about mm-hmm. and something that i feel like will you know create the life that i want to live or am i working hard to please other people and to keep them happy, happy. Yeah. while i'm not and like i'm internally like struggling yeah like to grab scraps to handle mm. things that's kind of the, so the whole challenge and then the aftermath was just the whole managing expectations i learned a lot about like mm. what how to communicate it because at first i don't have the results like yeah. i don't have results of like why it was a great decision to leave like i don't have facts <laughs> of like hey the only fact i have is like i feel i feel better i feel yeah. like I, i'm not i'm i'm moving towards a path that's maybe more like Like aligned to me what it is i don't freaking know but (laughs) like i just know that i don't feel like caca every day Mm -hmm. like going to class and not being present yeah Mm, i see that makes a lot of sense i feel like i feel like that's like a great example of you know what 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 you need to be able to be that fearless person that pursues your dream and knowing and also just being self-aware enough to like take the jump and like push yourself to do that to to make a decision like that because um like i i feel like i admire that a lot about you because 
it's 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 a, I feel like it's really hard. It's a really hard um, decision to make, and you were able to be you were able to be self aware enough to know that that even though you your family may not have been happy about it, that like you put your like happiness you're responsible for happiness like on yourself and then then they have to conform to that and then once once you find it then i feel like the 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 judgment is just going to be is just going to disappear even though it doesn't really matter like in the first place like, yeah if you're if if you weren't like happy about that mm -hmm. and so yeah i think that's i think that's really cool that um you were able to do that <laughs> because it's i feel like it's really hard it it's almost it's so normal and it's like a it's such a such a norm in um our like society for yeah. us to do that when i feel like i feel like there are a lot of things in school right now that that there's a lot of things that are in life right now that i feel like should be taught in school yeah <laughs> and that it's Definitely, that's not it's and not. Yeah. even even though like even though i went to almost almost done with school like my last semester i feel yeah. like there's still a lot more for for me to learn and like i i take that upon myself to to learn it and not let school be the driver of my education like even though yeah. i'm going to be graduating even though i walked already <laughs> <laughs> even though i'm going to be done with classes like i i know for a fact that i'm not i'm not done being a student yet and there's still so much more for me to learn and i think that mindset whether that's in school or not school or whatever it is that you want to do is is really important to to like live a, a fearless lifestyle yeah yeah um okay so uh this is i think like this is a question that uh only at least like only you can answer because i can't answer because i'm in school okay <laughs> um but what do you feel like you could learn about this whole situation that you can't learn from anywhere else um i think like going back to what you're saying about how to leave, lead like a like how to live fearlessly mm -hmm. or like also like how to live courageously i think that that like being courageous is one of the things that um i learned out from this experience that i feel like you you can learn in school but like just like the circumstances because it's like if you look at it you have this like i had like to deal with the stigma of you know of finishing school and like mm -hmm. being you know that like daughter that made my parents proud and like my family proud too and like kind of carrying on like the norm of the family right mm -hmm. and so um being courageous enough to go against the grain mm -hmm. i think that it's very hard to do and um you have to have like faith in, mm -hmm. in yourself that you know like no matter what it is that's thrown at you like it you will be over like it. to go through it and like be resourceful enough to like you know if you don't know the information then find you know find out how to learn that mm -hmm. or someone who knows it who can teach it to you and like i think that's like the biggest thing that like school doesn't really teach you is like mm -hmm. going after it mm -hmm. like because school like yeah. there's a curriculum like you know if you do, you do a plus b plus c like you know mm -hmm. you get 
this result, right? Mm -hmm. But like life isn't like that. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> like you throw like there will be <laughs> so true. many curveballs, and I think that like this whole experience like made me realize like how much in control I am. Mm -hmm. and how my mindset is like everything like how i think about something or how i think something's going to turn out and like my perspective on how it is like is you know like is very influential to like the decisions that i make like the filter that i see my life in mm -hmm. is gonna like ultimately show like dictate like what kind of decisions i'm gonna make because mm -hmm. i want like ultimately as human beings want to be right about like what we're doing yeah so it's like that and like being courageous and taking mm -hmm. the leap because I feel like that's with anything yeah. in life. Like you have to like be willing to take the leap or else like you're just gonna keep missing out on yeah. the things that you want. That's crazy. I feel like uh, one of the things that you said, how in school it's, it's so it can be so black and white and life life isn't necessarily black and white. That's like it's such a true thing because there's I feel like there especially if you're trying to create a life for yourself the answer to that question isn't always going to be like yes or no and <laughs> and sometimes you're gonna have to keep pushing and there's not going to be any result but and that like idea isn't taught in school and so if i were to start a, if i were to start a university or college then <laughs> i would definitely be putting putting curriculum in there that is about growth and about about yeah. living fiercely and personal development because because like if you're even for like doctors and stuff like yeah you're gonna have to go through eight plus years of school but like right now like just an example like the coronavirus is spreading like wildfire in in um the oh. other side of the of the world and their doctors are out there trying to figure out a cure and it's not like it's not like in school. It's, yeah, yeah. It is, it's not like you can put these two things together and you'll cure the you'll yeah. cure the cause. You yeah. need to people like them are pushing every day to figure out how we can like, solve this problem. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then moving on. So let's say let's say one of your best friends is going through a similar situation yeah. where like they feel like school is not for them and they want to pursue something else mm -hmm. what kind of advice would you give that person after everything that you've gone through now i would ask her if she had a plan first of all because mm -hmm. i didn't have a plan yeah that probably would have saved my life <laughs> a lot of times because i was like yeah let's just go for it mm -hmm. and i didn't plan anything i just like went for mm. it which is great, but I think in in this case, if you're gonna make a decision this big to mm -hmm. leave university, yeah, and especially coming from a stigma where like <laughs> your family wants you to finish university, yeah, and knowing the repercussions of if you leave and how that's gonna like affect the dynamic, I think a plan would be great, yeah, because then it's like it kind of saves your butt for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's not just like I just left because I'm not happy, yeah. and I know there's something else like. Like, I didn't know how to describe what I was going through. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I had my best friend going through that, I'd be like, so do you have a plan? Like, do you, like what you know do? what you want to do? Or, mm -hmm. like, like what's going to happen after it? Mm -hmm. And kind of have that, like, skeleton of what the plan is. Mm -hmm. So then if she gets questions, because like, she will, <laughs> um, like, 
you know, from everybody, you can't just say, I don't know, because then it just looks like a reckless decision, even though you weren't making it because you were like, I don't want to go to school because I, yeah. I don't want to do the work. Like, mm. I was like, I don't want to go to school because <laughs> I just, this is not what I want. Like, mm. I know. So having that plan and then also, um, yeah, just being able to communicate and having mm-hmm. that conversation of why you're leaving. Like with people that are supporting you? Yeah, with both sides, I think um, being like, I think the biggest thing is like, I don't, I don't know how to like, I don't know if this is advice, but like, um, I would ask her questions about, like, that would help help her think about, like, in the self awareness kind of aspect, Mm -hmm. like, why are you leaving? Mm. Like, it can't just be a decision of, oh, I'm leaving because I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't Mm. want to do the work. It was mm-hmm. like it has to be deeper than that. It has to be like this isn't what I want. Yeah. And this is not leading me down the path. But just yeah, just knowing how to communicate that mm-hmm. and letting her I would probably I would manage her expectations too. I would just be like, hey, like, just letting you know, like, this is gonna be very <laughs> emotional for you to leave yeah. if your family expects you to finish. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a conversation that you need to keep having. And this is not to get you discouraged mm-hmm. but it is because they have like a certain picture of what they want you to do mm-hmm. and uh, what they think you're gonna do or like what it is but like just having those transparent conversations yeah earlier on before you actually make the decision to leave and being more transparent about that mm-hmm. i think um Super important probably the, the biggest advice i'd give to her because for me, because of the stigma, I was not transparent about it. Yeah. I left and then that was it. <laughs> I waited until there was like many questions asked mm-hmm. until I answered the question and been like, hey, um, yeah, I left university. I left college. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm not choosing not to finish mm-hmm. as of right now. I see. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, or if there's someone that feels like they get discouraged by a decision that they made in the past or they feel regret or yeah. something then what helps me a lot is i i like to read stories about about really successful people because the, whenever i read a story about that i feel really inspired and i and they most of the time they come from a place that's way worse than than what i was probably going through there I've read many many stories about people who like were homeless and and now they're really success, successful. I think a great example is Steve Harvey. Um he, he's gone through a lot in his life and like being able to push through that and seeing like where he is now is like a super like big inspiration. Yeah. And so whenever I feel discouraged, I always turn towards reading stories about those type of people because it just helps me like understand what the mindset is to yeah. like to get there to overcome, to, yeah. like, overcome those challenges yeah mm-hmm. i think that too i would definitely recommend her if she isn't already like reading books about mm-hmm. people who overcome things and like trials and tribulations that probably and also obviously i like send her podcast and stuff <laughs> podcasts yeah. are, like super popular now mm-hmm. and i think it's just like even if you don't have the people that you can surround yourself with that like want or have the result that you want if you can read the books of people that like have done it or like listen to podcasts of people who are 
doing it mm-hmm. and you know just like you know all the resources the youtube videos you know all like content that you're like literally day by day consuming mm-hmm. like if you're able to surround yourself with like stories of that i think that's like very encouraging because it's like you might not have it figured out but like it gives you hope that like you can figure it out yeah. and it, you know you would probably take one golden nugget from like a podcast <laughs> from everything. or everything and like that like who knows like maybe listening to a podcast or reading a book might be like oh my god like yeah like i never thought of like my situation like that mm-hmm. like even though it's totally unrelated like different perspective. but like just like a perspective of how they're handling what they're going through you're maybe like huh that makes you think about like how you're um going about like whatever you're going through mm-hmm. and how you can get through it better mm-hmm. so makes okay. a lot of sense uh, okay, so I think we're going to transition over to more about prioritizing your growth and like prioritizing growth in your relationship and and like that that side because I feel like it's something that we're both really passionate about and we really try we both really try to prioritize growth in a relationship and make sure that we support each other and help each other and push each other to reach their goals without, you know, without controlling the other person and i think that's like a really important thing that i've learned in in the past and that i try to push for like in in the future because it's something that i feel like it wasn't natural for me you know Mm -hmm. It, it 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 might be natural for some people but i think some people have to like learn and to go through that type of stuff so we have a couple questions here that are from our manager, Archie. And we haven't seen these questions yet, but but he wrote them out and we're gonna go ahead and go through some of them right now. So the first question is, how do you two prioritize growth in your relationship? So um, do you wanna talk about that first? I think prioritize growth by just doing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like leading by example because I, I think it's kind of like what you were saying about like how we're still able to support each other in our grows and uh, growth and mm-hmm. all that stuff and grow in our own like dreams and aspirations, but still be able to like maintain our relationship and grow together. Um, I think a big thing is why you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. in the first place and like knowing why you're knowing why like not because it's like oh my god it'd be so nice to be with someone right? <laughs> like yeah. i just want to be like cuddled and like held and like mm-hmm. all that stuff right but like more so like why like are you ready for a relationship and mm-hmm. why like are you in a relationship because you want to be like completed by someone or mm-hmm. like that you feel like being in a relationship would make you happy mm-hmm. because if not if that is the case then that relationship is not going to like at least in my opinion i don't think there's going to be a lot of growth because yeah. your your mindset and like your perspective is like how is this person going to serve me mm-hmm. and like mm. that's not going to get you anywhere because once that person isn't um like I, i've been on that line too where i thought like i that's why i was in a relationship before mm-hmm. in a previous relationship and like i like i started feeling like that person had to make me happy and once the person wasn't making me happy by like my expectations and xyz mm. like that relationship was going like bad mm. because it was like i had an expectation and i just felt like why our relationship works is because we don't have that expectation of each other of mm. like how we need to necessarily show up for each other we just yeah. like 
we just prioritize our own growth and we um we work on taking care of ourselves and yeah. making ourselves happy mm-hmm. so then when we're together we're not like oh my god this like you need to make me happy like you <laughs> yeah. you are my happiness like, like blaming it kind like, of on the other why person. aren't you making me happy <laughs> like why you know like it's <laughs> yeah i think that's why that's mm-hmm. how we prioritize our growth mm-hmm. by leading by example and doing it in our own lives yeah i agree with that because i feel like i feel like for me before i was in a relationship when i was alone um i i wasn't really looking for like someone or something to make me happy it was always it was always my job and my responsibility to like make myself happy and when i finally like realized that because i i don't think i felt like that before it it relieved like a huge a huge weight on my shoulders because then it's not someone else's responsibility to make me happy it's my own responsibility and then that is what helped me or allowed me to you know kind of share that with others and understand what it means to to serve others and also to be selfless because mm-hmm. you never know when like someone else just needs a little bit of encouragement or a little bit of support to like push through and i think if you are in a, like a truly happy place, then you can you can like be that encouragement for someone else, and that and that feeling and that idea is is like magnetic for people, and it's kind of it's almost like a way of being like a positive positive force in your your relationships, and not just with your significant other, but like but with like your friends and your family uh, you, you when you're pushing yourself the way that when you're pushing others the way that you push yourself um like that like feeling is great and i think that's one way to feel like truly happy when you're like up there with people that are around you too mm-hmm. and so all right let's go next question so we have what is something that you admire about the other person that inspires you to be better? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what I admire about you is um, your compassion towards people. Mm-hmm. And I think like just your compassion and how open-minded you are mm-hmm. and how you kind of, you like to hear all different aspects before making like a decision Mm -hmm. um i think as far as for me that inspires me because it's like i could always you know extend more compassion and Mm -hmm. i could always um listen more instead of thinking that like i already know yeah what to do and how to go about it Mm -hmm. um so okay and then for me, I feel like one of the things that I admire about you and that inspires me to be better is um, like, I feel like I like how self-aware you are, or it's one of the mm-hmm. things that I admire about you because I feel like for a long time, I wasn't necessarily like the driver in my, in my life. And I think like watching you just every day 
in your everydayness and like seeing the way you go about life and like pushing yourself to to follow your dream and and push for your goals is something that inspires me because I feel like it helps me, you know, take responsibility for what the things that I want and not letting outside factors tell me that I can't. And so I think um you know that self-awareness is something that I'd want to like apply into my own life and like it really pushes me to become better. So yeah. Um okay, so let's go next question. So I think we kind of talked about kind of talked about this but it's mm-hmm. just a little bit more specific. Yeah. So it's how do you grow individually while still being together? Um yeah, we did talk about this a little bit. Mm. But I think how we grow individually while still I think it's like going back to what we said about like part like making yourself happy first. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of things fall in place after that. Mm-hmm. Because once you take that charge and you're like, hey, like you take ownership of like what you want. Like, learn when your life and what you want to create, like, your dreams and, like, your aspirations. Then, like, you start going after it. And I think, I think, like, one of the, like, main values I feel like I like to go by um, in, like, showing up for, like, you know, the people in, like, my relationships. Like, being Mm -hmm. in a relationship with you, but, like, also, like, extending it outward into, like, my family and my friends and all that stuff and like everyone that's close to me, I feel like we were able to, once we're able to prioritize our own growth mm-hmm. and what makes us happy and taking control of that, I feel like a lot of the other things fall into place because then it's like you're taking like mass responsibility towards yeah. like everything, right? And you're not like blaming people for like things that aren't going right or like why you can't do something and you're not blaming mm-hmm. any like external factors. So once you're able to do that, like it relieves this pressure off people to like feel like they have to do a certain thing for you or Mm -hmm. like and you know xyz and in turn they can focus in on themselves too Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like this ripple effect of where once you do that with yourself and like the people that are closest to you it kind of like makes the relationship better because it's not so much like oh what do i need to do to serve you or like what do i need to do to make you happy or like you know you're not walking on eggshells around like you know the person that like you love anymore it's more Mm -hmm. so like hey, like, I'm freaking excited about my life because <laughs> I'm going after, like, what I really want. Yeah. And so you're already in, like, a better mood. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, I would say that's, like, how our relationship works is, like, I'm, like, we're, go- like, I'm going after what I want and I'm, like, happy. So mm-hmm. then in turn, I'm not, like, stressed out. So when I come to you, it's not, like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out about, like, da-da-da-da and, like, make me happy. It's, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I'm pretty excited about this, this, and this, and, like, How's your day or like mm-hmm. what's what's happening in your life you know yeah. and i think that kind of energy oh. like like negative energy that's this energy of like yeah. being excited about your life <laughs> is like pretty contagious too because mm-hmm. it's like people want people want to be happy yeah, they, want they want to, to feel be excited happy. you know and makes so, people yeah makes people feel happy when when you're feeling happy yeah and so like, it's like a ripple effect yeah it's, all, it's a fat domino yeah. <laughs> yeah. a domino of happiness is yeah. <laughs> okay for sure and then i think for me uh to answer the question of how do i grow or how do we grow 
individually while still being together mm -hmm. is just making sure that like I have that I share like my goals with Kat because then I feel like that way she knows what she like can do to help support me and then like likewise I know what I can do to help support her and it's not it might not be like my responsibility to like help her reach that but like I feel like I find happiness or we find happiness in like being there for each other and supporting each other and like that's uh I feel like that what make that's kind of what makes our like relationship work and make make it makes it so mature because mm -hmm. like because of that side with like allowing each other into our lives to help us with our like to help each other with our goals yeah you know so i think this question is pretty good so what is a lesson that you learned from a previous relationship that enables you to be better uh so for me i think one huge lesson that i've learned in past relationships is that is to be able to you know, fully to fully like love someone from like in their entirety because no one's no one's the perfect person like no one is going to be the like perfect ideal like person in your eyes and i think it was hard for me in the past to to like love both sides because i would always i would always be like judgmental like oh like i don't really don't like this about this person or something you know and and that like idea in my head just kind of takes over and it becomes so big that it 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 engulfs even the good the good sides of the person too and and i think switching the focus to not necessarily like the bad part but focusing on the good parts it instead of letting the negative negative sides engulf the person that you you look at what like is good about them mm -hmm. and i feel like that really helped me um help me help me to become better like not just in my relationships but just with everyone and to be able to talk to people in a way that you know is is non-judgmental and i feel like understanding that helped me be helped me like have an a more open-minded attitude towards people and like their lives because yeah you know, when people would tell me things before i would feel like oh, okay yeah that's you like oh um that it doesn't sound like right to me but but like at the time i was kind of immature because like you really don't know like the what like other people are going through you don't know if this is this could be like the last their last uh like straw before they crack you know and so just allowing myself to love someone in their entirety is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from previous relationships that I feel like helps me be better in like my current life, current life. <laughs> my I'm life. have another life later. Yeah, I think that's important, you know, the loving someone entirely part because... Mm -hmm. I definitely, that was like one of the lessons that I learned too about that. And I think that 
um, along with that lesson. I just read. It I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, comment. Um, I feel like a big lesson that I learned from a pre- previous relationship that um, enabled me to be better in this relationship is not only loving someone fully too, but also um, what I was talking about earlier about how we grow is by leading by example and taking control of like our own life, like Mm -hmm. individually. And I think that's like a very powerful thing because once you take control of your life individually, then it's like, like I said earlier, like a catalyst to everything and you're not expecting something from like your partner or anyone else. And I think that just enables you to show up more like Mm. present with someone. It it allows you to like be more like for me, it allowed me to be more understanding because it's like it's not so much. Oh, my God, this person is doing this to make me mad or Mm -hmm. like this person like doesn't love me because they didn't do the X, Y, (laughs) Z. Right. Like it's like, hey, oh, my God, they didn't do this. And I feel like some type of way. But like. What what is it telling me? Like, what is it telling myself? Like, why am I mad? Why am I, Mm -hmm. like, questioning, like, kind of just, like, also, like, being mindful, but, like, questioning why I feel a certain type of way and not immediately jumping and and being like, hey, it's because you didn't do this to, like, um, that's why I'm not happy. And that's why, um, you know, I don't want to, like, be, Mm -hmm. you know, all happy with you right now like i'm mad and i'm supposed to be mad Mm -hmm. i think um that is a big thing because um i feel like we all go through a lot already in like our daily lives that like i think in our relationship like you know whether it's like you know with like our significant other or you know with family it's kind of like it's not going to be perfect but like just kind of understand as much as possible and kind of like adjust as Mm. needed um because like one thing that um i forgot where i like heard this originally but it's like everybody's like a mirror Mm -hmm. to you where it's like Mm -hmm. why you feel a certain type of way like you should probably look internally instead of trying to blame it on someone because most of the time it might be something that like you need to like think about mm, or like some something maybe something you haven't like let go of mm-hmm. um because a lot of times if i find myself like triggered or like i feel myself like being mad or like being angry that like something didn't happen like whether it's like in our relationship or like mm-hmm. with someone else i i kind of have to like take a minute <laughs> yeah. like to like sit there and not like before like go off just think like immediately mm-hmm. i kind of like sit there and i kind of ask myself questions and i'm like so why do i feel this way Mm. (laughs) and then i'll answer it Mm. and then i'll be like okay so like a key question is is this person doing this to me Mm -hmm. and when you're in the heat of things (laughs) yes you want to say yes he's doing it to me or she's doing it to me Mm -hmm. or they're doing it to me but when all of that subsides and like you're not in your like the heat of like your emotion anymore you're Mm -hmm. just like nah like i'm pretty sure like one key question I ask myself too, sometimes if I'm like super triggered, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, like, did they, like, are they doing this to me on purpose? And I'm like, 
Um, like they're just probably like had their own like ish going on that day mm -hmm. and like it just happened that I walked in in this moment yeah. and they didn't do this and you know that's how I feel and mm -hmm. so I feel like like I don't know how to like like we label that but like mm -hmm. yeah like that's, that, uh, that like lesson. that that lesson of like taking a minute to ex assess like where it is and like whenever um there's like a problem or like there's like a disagreement um, I think this is like the next biggest thing for me is that in whatever relationship, I feel like not just like a significant relationship, like your significant other, your boyfriend, girlfriend, mm. um, but just in general, like when there's a problem that erupts in a relationship, like before I used to think, oh my God, like you're against me, like we're fighting <laughs> and like I have to win this, sh this stuff, <laughs> shit. Mm. And like, if like I say, like it was like a big ego thing, but like, yeah. I think whenever there's like a problem, it's like, hey, like it's you and the other person against the problem against it trying to solve the problem. Yeah, it's not other. like, yo, you guys are arguing each other, like battling <laughs> each other. Like then that that was like a big thing for me because it's like, oh, like you're you're not mad at me and I'm not. It's not like I'm failing you. Yeah. It's like there's a problem mm -hmm. and we're trying to solve it over here. So mm -hmm. it's you against it's you against the problem. You guys both the relationship yeah. against the problem of. Rather than like each other. Rather than like, oh my god, this person doesn't love me. Yeah. And fighting. That makes a lot of sense though. And because <laughs> I feel like because you're talking a little bit about like emotional control and, and just just being aware of your emotions and seeing. Yeah. Because I feel like there's definitely been times for me where like I let the emotions get the best of me, and whatever comes out out of my mouth after that is like something that i definitely didn't want to say you know <laughs> yeah same and so i think that's like that's the same for a lot of us you know we yeah. sometimes we get let the emotions get the best of us and like you just i don't know your brain just starts spewing out stuff to say and then it's <laughs> yeah. like something you don't want to say <laughs> and like you can't take those words back you know like a lot of my friends that have seen me at that point like they know what i mean like <laughs> everyone knows <laughs> and so I feel like over time it's just been getting better getting a lot better you know with just controlling my own emotions at least yeah and so yeah i think that's that's a cool pretty cool lesson so <laughs> oh god <laughs> don't don't emotionally shoot your partner yeah like with your words you know <laughs> it's a lot of hurtful things True. that you can't um can't like can't, can't be like her back. can't be like kirby and you can't just <gasps> <laughs> it all back after it comes out of you can't life. control yeah. the undo yeah you can't undo words what you say. <laughs> once you say it it's they're like... gonna remember that forever <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah that's gonna conclude the, the podcast uh thank you guys for listening today the podcast is going to be available on youtube and the majority of podcasting platforms i'm still waiting for apple Podcasts to accept my or approve my podcast and uh, it's still it's still in the works they didn't they didn't they haven't rejected me or anything it's just apple music apple okay. podcast is the it takes the longest for for oh. this type of stuff but no, the podcast is available on the podcast is available on Spotify. I'm also going to be posting the video in long form on YouTube. And then also, if you if you find my podcast on Anchor, you can find all the links to all of the podcasts. It's on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. It's on all of them. So 
Thank you for coming and listening today. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful day.